0: Christmas friends, I want to say welcome to our online Christmas Eve worship time. I'm so glad you've joined us. My name is Sam. I'm the pastor at Vernonia Church, and you're here for our online Christmas Eve service. And what we're going to do tonight is, I'm looking forward to it, we're going to continue this series where we've been talking about Christmas carols. And in just a few moments, I'm going to share with you a short, sweet, little devotional thought about, uh, about the song, The Carol, Silent Night. And it's going to be a great Night. <laughs> well, well, I'm looking forward to our time here together. Hey, before we do anything, though, I want to encourage you. I know that uh, it's Christmas Eve, and if you're joining us here tonight and you're on uh, Facebook or YouTube or you're on uh, listening on, on podcasts on Spotify, I want to welcome all of you, and I want to encourage all of you. Make sure that you're liking and subscribing and that you're hitting the sub-notification bell so that you can know when and new messages come out, especially Sunday mornings when we're putting out new messages, uh, you'll know when our services are going up. And so be sure to do that. And then tonight, if something we do tonight uh, blesses you, if something God speaks to you in some special way, I want to encourage you to make sure that you share it with someone. Share it to your page, share it, and be sure to share it so that we can be a blessing to the people that you care about in your life. And maybe it'll mean something to them too. I just want to encourage you in that. Also want to mention if you have anything you would like us to be praying for you about, your online church. Uh, If you're here on Christmas Eve and and you would like some prayer, if you would like a a church to be praying for you, a pastor to be praying for you, if you would like your online church to be praying for you, you could uh, let us know how we can pray for you in a lot of ways. But one easy way you can do that is you can go to www.vernonia.com. Church and you spell Vernonia, V E R N O N I A. So it's www.vernonia. uh, dot church and you can go there there's a prayer tab you can click on and uh, you can you can click there and just let us know how we can be praying for you this Christmas Eve also uh, one thing that I usually save for the end of the service but I'm just going to mention it here because every year during our Christmas Eve service we do receive a special offering and uh, we receive this special offering none of the money stays with the church what we do is we have a Christmas offering every year and we we raise money together to bless someone to do some big project together every year it's something different and this year our our theme is boots on the ground for our christmas offering because we're buying boots and helmets and and personal protective gear for vernonia fire department they're they're a volunteer fire department and they've been fighting fires in oregon they take care of our community and our town in our area and we just want to love on them and so we're raising money to buy Personal protective gear for them and and so if you want to join us in giving every year during Christmas Eve, uh, we have a special offering and giving uh, time, and so you're welcome to join us in that and, and while you're going online letting us know how we can pray for you, there is also a give tab there, and anything that's given during this service, anything that's given during this time, anything given during uh, Christmas Eve is going to go towards the boots on the ground Christmas Eve offering. And one of the things, one of the ways we look at it is, hey, you know, when people came to see the baby Christ, when the, the magi came, they laid before him gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and they gave him gifts. And so we as a church also give gifts to Jesus on Christmas Eve. And that's one of our ways that we worship. And you are more than uh, more than welcome to join us in that. And I'm not going to say much more about that tonight, uh, but just throwing that out there so that you could join us in it. I also want to encourage you uh, that if you have never been with Vernonia Church, if you've just joined us for the first time here for Christmas Eve service, uh, I would love to bless you. I'd love to give you a gift. And we have this book called Unshakable. It's a book we give to all our guests. I would love to give you one and simply uh, send us a message maybe you could send us a message through the prayer tab on the on the page or if you're on Facebook or YouTube you could send a comment that you, that you would like the unshakable book just write unshakable book and we'll get a hold of you and we'll make sure that we get one in your hands would love to give that to you it's about how to have unshakable faith during tough times well i want to invite you now as we come together we're going to begin this this Christmas Eve worship time and i want to begin with prayer by praying for you and and by asking God to bless the time that we spend here together. Let's pray together. God, we come before you right now and we want to ask that you would bless each one who's joining us here online tonight. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the coming of the Christ. We thank you for Christmas and the tradition of just spending some time at the end of the year, putting our thoughts and our focus and our heart towards the coming of Christ and the incarnation. You, God, becoming a man and dwelling among us and being one of us. And God, we come before you and, and we're thinking of that night, that, that night when the angels received the announcement that Jesus had been born, where you announced that the Prince of Peace has come and that he's going to bring peace on all those on whom your favor rests. And God, we just thank you so much for your grace and your love. God, I want to pray for each one joining us here tonight that, God, you would bless them, that you would help them to experience your peace, that you would help them to experience A silent night of sorts tonight. I pray that you would bring a sense of peace into their hearts, into their minds. I pray that you would bring the peace of God that transcends understanding into their lives. That maybe God tonight, we could all have a break from all the troubles, all the hardships, and just focus on the peace that you bring. God, I thank you for Jesus, and I thank you that you're going to touch and bless and connect with each heart joining us now. And it's in Jesus' name. We all prayed together, and if you're at home, you're saying, Amen. Well, let's, let's get together right now, and let's come around this Christmas tree that I'm in front of, and let's think about the idea of Silent Night. So we're here thinking about Silent Night. This is a song that we love to sing at church on Christmas Eve. At our church, when we have in-person Christmas Eve services, one of the things we like to do at the very end of the service, before everybody leaves, is everybody's given a candle, and we all make a big circle around the building on the inside. We turn the lights off so it's dark, and one by one, someone begins lighting a candle. And then everybody lights their candle off the candle that was lit next to them. And one by one, the lights come around the room while we're singing this song, Silent Night. It's a beautiful song. It's one of those songs that, that makes you feel kind of warm and fuzzy inside. It's a song that takes us to the, to the birth of Jesus. It's a, it's, a, it's a great song. They say it's one of the most popular Christmas carols there are. One of the most famous Christmas carols there is. And it's a song that people love to sing at Christmas. Well, this is this Christmas Carol came about because a, a a priest named Joseph Moore. He was Austrian in the early eighteen hundreds. He had decided to write a poem, and as the story goes, he had walked out into uh, into the town. It was quiet at night. The, it was kind of uh, snowy, and and it was a wintry night over this little town he was in. And when he went home, he was inspired to write a poem about the coming of Jesus and so he writes this poem and the poem had six verses originally we only have three of them in our English version of the song and the three verses we have he wrote in that poem this silent night holy night all is calm all is bright round yon virgin mother and child holy infant so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night. Shepherds quake at the sight. Glories stream from heaven afar. Heavenly hosts sing hallelujah. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. And a couple of years later, after he had written that poem, this priest was looking for a Christmas carol to sing. He wanted a new Christmas carol to sing at their midnight. Christmas Eve service, and so he asked a guy who was his organ player, uh, the organ player, he was a school teacher and an organ player at this church, and so he asked him, would he take this poem and put music to it? And so this organ player uh, named Franz uh, Gruber, he he put music in a tune to this to this uh, this poem and the song was born uh, uh, the story says that the The organ was broken that night, and so Franz Gruber grabbed a guitar, and in St. Nicholas's Church, they sang Silent Night for the very first time uh, that night, that Christmas Eve, they sang that song. Well, there was an organ builder that was there, probably to fix the organ that was broken, and he took a copy of that song home to his village, where that song was picked up and spread around by a couple of families in his village that were traveling folk singers and they performed this song all over Europe and began to spread it as a Christmas carol and this song was performed in front of the king of Prussia about two year 20 years later and then a few years after that it was brought to America and it was sang outside Trinity Church in New York City and so this song it was it, it was born and it spread and it went out and it became one of the most popular and one of the most famous Christmas carols there are. In fact, it's said that it's been translated into more languages than any other Christmas carol. It's been translated into, they say, over 300 different languages, and it's said that Bing Crosby's version of this song was the third uh, best-selling song single in history. Now, that's not too bad for a song that was written by a priest in a little town in Germany and 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 then performed on a guitar uh, by a school teacher who did then become famous by the way but 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 what an amazing what an amazing song what an amazing story and and when I when I when I hear this story this this song this poem it brings me to a place where I picture the peace that Christ brings I, I mean I picture the darkness and the silence and the stillness around the the sleeping Christ and his mother that very first night you know Jesus was laid down to rest and and that night it was a small town that night there there's probably quiet off in the distance and, and then the silence is broken outside the city of Jerusalem when angels' voices begin to break, and shepherds' voices begin to 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 quake and they begin to cry out and they begin to act where the Christ is, and they begin to talk to the angel and the, and the choirs of angels, and then the darkness by verse 3 flees with the radiant beams of the holy face of the one who is the light of the world Jesus. Well, there are five characters uh, I see mentioned in this carol. You have the character Mary, the virgin mother. You have the character Jesus Christ, the holy infant, the Savior, the Lord, the light, the bringer of grace. And then you have the shepherds, and then you have the heavenly host and the angels who are who are singing out. You have God the Father and he he's he's sending his son. And depending on who you ask though, there may be a sixth person, a sixth player in the story of this carol. You may have heard the old story about a little boy who was drawing his own nativity scene. He was at Sunday school class on Christmas Sunday, and the class had been singing Silent Night together, and the class had been singing afterwards. The teacher asked them all to draw a nativity scene, to draw what they picture it was like. Well, one little guy drew a pretty good picture. He had Joseph and Mary and then baby Jesus. And then off to the side was this larger roly-poly type figure. Well, the teacher thought maybe this boy somehow was working Santa Claus into his Christmas nativity scene. And so he asked uh, the kid, he says, well... uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what that is or who that is and, and, and who are you drawing there in that nativity scene? And she wasn't sure whether she would, should be, uh, kind of nervous or, 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 or whether this was a good thing when the little boy said, you know, this is a picture. Uh, I've got everybody from the song there. And then there's this guy and the big guy he said this is round uh, round john virgin <laughs> So, so he had added the sixth character, you know, round, round John Virgin. And well, well, I don't know about round John Virgin, but th- this song, it's a song that's meant to take us to Luke chapter 2. A song that's meant to take us to a place where we see all the characters and all the, the stillness of the night broken by the, the characters that show up on the scene there in Luke 2. Every Christmas, before opening presents, one of the things I like to do with my family is I like to open up the Bible and we'll read read a passage that that kind of comes from the the early life of Christ the birth of Christ anything surrounding that we'll read a passage and sometimes we end up reading Luke chapter 2 and I'd like to just come to this passage with you right now and just read it together Uh, let's let's spend this christmas eve going into the word and and just reading some scripture together so luke chapter two i'm going to begin with verse six it says and while they were uh while while they were there in bethlehem the time came for her baby to be born as we come to this passage we picture mary and joseph they've traveled to bethlehem because they had to register there for a tax that was that, that everybody was was being taxed and and so it's interesting the the Christmas story begins with a tax. Mary and Joseph travel to Bethlehem because they're from the family of David and David was from Bethlehem and so they had to go there to register. Well, she was ready to have the baby and when they're there the time for the baby to be born comes and she, the virgin Mary beginning in verse 7, she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That that night there were shepherds staying in fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to who, to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby laying in a manger. And seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. And so we come in this story to that silent night, that night where God declared peace on earth to all men, and we want to claim that peace, and, and that's sort of the thought that I want to come to tonight. Let's claim the peace that comes with the coming of this Christ. Let's claim that peace. For the angels and shepherds, it was a noisy night. It was a noisy night of celebrating and singing and announcing and talking it up. And, and there was still peace, but it was peace among the noise. But for Mary, quiet, contemplative Mary and this sleeping baby, it was, it was quiet. There was contemplative peace. Like a poet looking over a, a wintry-laden town before writing a poem. Like standing here on the streets of Vernonia on a wintry night, quiet holiday night. Seeing a quiet town, listening to the peace. Mary quietly takes all that happens and she stores it up in her thoughts and in her memories and and this silent night she just kind of takes it in and and puts it deep down in her heart and i want to encourage you tonight let's claim that peace even if it's just for one night let's claim Jesus' peace. Let's claim this peace of God, even if it's just for tonight, even if it's just for now. Let's take all the trials and troubles and problems and struggles and put them off to the side just for a night. And let's think about the peace of God. Let's let this Christmas Eve be all about God's peace. I recently came across a study. That was done at Duke University where they were studying uh, ways that people will find peace of mind. And what they found was eight major factors that contributed greatly to emotional strength and mental stability and and peace of mind. And I'd like to share some of those with you right now. One of the things they said gave people peace of mind was the absence of suspicion and resentment. Nursing a grudge they found was a major factor in being unhappy and, and so I want to encourage you tonight if if you're if you're nursing a grudge if you're loading your heart and mind with suspicions and resentments I, I want to encourage you let's put that on the shelf tonight let's put that on Jesus shoulders tonight and let's and let's forgive and let go of grudges Another one that they said was not living in the past. That sometimes people would have an unwholesome preoccupation with old mistakes and and old failures. and And they'd just get to where they were thinking of the past so much and it would lead to a sense of depression. And I want to encourage you, if you're living in the past a little bit, if you're here on Christmas Eve and you're thinking of Christmas's past, if you're thinking of old hurts, if you're thinking of old mistakes, let's just put that on the shelf tonight and experience peace. Let's give that to Jesus. Let's give our mistakes and failures to him. I mean, he invites us to give them to him anyway so that he can give us grace and a new start. And, and so let's find a sense of, of peace by by not living in the past, but let's live in the moment with the peace and presence of God. And let's spend this Christmas Eve in peace. Another one was not wasting time and energy fighting conditions that you can 't change, and oh aren 't we good at this one We, we, we argue with life, we f- get frustrated with things we can 't control and and because we're it 's out of our control, we, we let let ourselves waste time and energy fighting and, and being angry and, and instead, what we should be doing is let 's cooperate with life let let 's try to find a way to to go through it with Jesus rather than running away from it. And let's find Jesus' peace. And so, so let's not try to fight things we can't change or control. Let's not let ourselves be filled with those thoughts this Christmas Eve. But let's give the things we can't control to the one who is in control. And let's have his peace. Another one was forcing yourself to stay in, involved uh, with the the with the world, uh, and what what that means is uh, there you're not able to resist temptation, and and you're you're not able to deal with the problems of life, and and what you do instead of instead of dealing with your problems, instead of uh, instead of uh, getting out there and finding support or help, you kind of you, you don't live in the world, you kind of. Re- retract and withdraw and you kind of you kind of withdraw from friends and family and people that love you and I want to encourage you it's Christmas Eve you know find find some people that 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 you care about that love you call them give them a call even if you're home alone don't don't experience the the withdrawal that I'm talking about but instead uh, connect with somebody maybe even connecting by going online to our website vernonia.church and and sending a prayer request and and just asking and reaching out and, and finding someone to connect with i want to encourage you to find peace by not withdrawing yourself and staying involved with uh, and stay involved with the world number 5 is this uh, refuse to uh, to indulge in self-pity when life hands you a raw deal you know, some people get stuck with the raw deals that they're handed by life sometimes and, and they, get, they, they get their brains wrapped around it and they get really filled with sorrow and, and regret and heartache because they just feel like they're not getting the deal that they deserve or that they want. Well, let's instead, instead of thinking about what we don't have, let's think about what we do have. We have a God who loves us so much. He's willing to come meet us in person. He's willing to come and offer his life on a cross to give us life and hope and love. And and so I want to encourage you, instead of dealing with self-pity about what you don't have, think about what you do and how great, how great the thing you have is, even if it's just in Jesus Christ. Well, let's spend this Christmas Eve being grateful to God and experiencing his peace. Uh, the next one is this some people uh, they 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 don't really have old fashioned virtues uh, they don't really have morals or virtues that they hold on to and 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 sometimes that can lead to uh, uh, and unrest in our life and in our heart because there's there's not really anything uh, consistent that we can hold on to virtues like love and humor and compassion and loyalty and and we can experience more peace in life if we're willing to take a hold of some of those virtues and so i want to encourage you if you're just sort of one of those people that struggles with the idea of ethics or virtues or having virtues maybe find peace in this that that god created us and that god laid out a world filled with, uh, with well filled with natural laws laws like if you if you love you're going to receive love if if you if you if you have compassion you're going to receive compassion if you show loyalty you're going to receive loyalty now not always because it doesn't always work that way but but god is a god who created this world where what you reap you will sow and and i want to encourage you take a hold of some of the virtues that god wants you to have and and you'll find more peace in your life. The next one is this, some people expect too much of themselves and so they don't have peace. Uh, there's uh, there's such a wide gap between what they actually think they should be doing and what they actually are doing that they're just unhappy. And and I want to encourage you. The whole idea of coming to Jesus and the whole idea of Jesus coming is him saying to us you don't measure up, but I can make up for what you lack, and so I want to encourage you: come to Jesus, put put the put the lack of peace on the shelf, and just let Him give you His peace. And, and one of the things that they found that that was probably the most important thing that gave people peace of mind was this: that they would find something bigger than themselves to believe in. They'd find something bigger than themselves to believe in. And here we are, Christmas Eve and Christmas, and and, and we, 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 we believe in Jesus. We believe that God sent Jesus, his one and only son, to save us and to forgive us from our sin, that Jesus died on a cross, that he rose from the dead, and that he ascended into heaven. He promises he's coming back one day to take us to be with him into an eternity in heaven. And, and these are all things that we come to and they're all things that are bigger than ourselves. They're bigger than our world, and and so we sing a song about Silent Night and, and a song about how this Jesus, he's the he has radiant beams, you know, from heaven. And the whole idea is that he was the light in a dark world. And we believe that this thing is bigger than us, and we want to we want to take a hold of the peace that this Christ offers. This peace that's bigger than us, bigger than our problems. And bigger than our world. And so that's the piece, that's the thing that I want to really hone in on tonight. That here we're looking at someone and something that's bigger than us. You know, in the scriptures, in the Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah prophesied that the coming Christ would be the Prince of Peace. In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, uh, it says this, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and he will be called. And then Isaiah gives us four different titles that this Messiah, this child, this son that would be born would carry. And one of the titles was Prince of Peace. The prophet Zechariah in Zechariah chapter 9 verse 10 would tell us that he will bring peace to the nations that Jesus would bring peace and we want to claim that peace and Jesus while he taught his disciples he said to them this I'm leaving you with a gift he was talking about the gift of his Holy Spirit and he says I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give and so don't do not be troubled and afraid and what jesus was saying there is that he comes to give us a peace that the world can't give us you know all those other things that we talked about the way people find peace of mind i don't know if you notice but the only way they really apply and work the most is if you apply them through the word of jesus That Jesus gives us that kind of peace, uh, that kind of peace that passes understanding, it says in Scripture. Sometimes it makes no sense. How does a Christian go through a year like 2020 and still have peace? Here we are, it's Christmas in the year 2020, and, uh, and some of us have a peace that doesn't make sense. This last week I was talking with someone in the, in the grocery store and they were telling me how bad this year has been and how they're looking forward to this year being over and, and there was nothing good, no, not one thing that happened this last year. And, and I remember thinking, how sad, how sad to live without the peace of Christ in such a way that you can only have peace if it's a good year. But here we are in Christ. Here we are celebrating Christmas and the coming of Christ. And he gives us peace that stays no matter what's happening around us. He gives us a joy that we can have that 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 isn't determined by what's happening around us it's a joy that happens because jesus happened and what jesus offers us happens and so we can hold on to that peace and that joy no matter what's happening around us and i want to encourage you this christmas eve to go ahead and and take a hold of peace go ahead and take a break from your battles take a break from your struggles take a break from the things that you're worried about that are coming tomorrow go ahead and just just take a break and pause and enjoy and be blessed by Jesus peace be blessed and and enjoy a silent night you may have heard the old story December 24th, 1914. It was about a hundred years later after Franz Gruber sang Silent Night with his guitar at that little German church. It was a cold and miserable evening. There were men on the battlefield in the midst of the conflict of World War I in Europe, and something amazing and miraculous happened. Now, you have to picture the site. The way World War I was fought was with trenches. The armies of both sides would dig trenches and line them uh, on the outsides with barricades and barbed wire. And soldiers on both armies would stay in those trenches and hide in those trenches. They would shoot at one another from those trenches. And in between the trenches was a land called No Man's Land no man's land you you have to imagine what it looked like it was barren probably between those trenches it was probably muddy from multiple attempts to get up and run across those trenches there were probably buddies and bodies of buddies all over the the no man's land the bodies of the men who were ordered to get up and to uh, to attack the other trench of the other army and and so they would get up and run across no man's land with no hope because every time the men would get mowed down and killed in no man's land so you got to imagine no man's land it, it probably had a smell to it it probably had a an uncomfortable an uncomfortable eeriness about it no man's land, it wasn't a place that you would have said had hope. It was a hopeless place. It was a place of death and destruction and a place of sorrow and, and, a, and a place that, that you didn't want to go. Well, this night, this Christmas night, in the middle of the night, reports were told by English soldiers that they began to hear a song being sung from across no man's land, within the German trenches. It was a song they, they didn't know at first because the words were being sung in German, but then they began to recognize the tune. The Germans, well, they were singing out loud, Silent Night. At this, the English began to sing out this familiar Christmas carol back to the Germans and across no man's land, a place where before you only heard cries and screams and yells and, and, and gunfire and explosions and bombs. Uh, on this Christmas night during World War I, you heard two armies in different languages singing Silent Night holy night and they began singing and they continued to sing and and then at daybreak christmas day something even more impossible took place it said that the german soldiers began to climb out of their trenches and make their way across no man's land now every other time germans or english made their way out of the trenches into no man's land, they were shot and killed. And so you can imagine the quaking fear and the anxiety of the first men that climbed out of the trenches. But they climbed out of the trenches and made their way across a sea of frozen dead bodies, saying in English, Merry Christmas! At this, the English responded in fashion and climbed out of their trenches and began to yell out, Merry Christmas. And throughout the day, they shook hands, exchanged gifts of cigarettes and plum pudding, and they swapped helmets, and they sang Christmas carols together. And history even says that that day, a soccer match broke out between the two sides with a makeshift soccer ball. At the close of that day, Both sides said their goodbyes. They crawled back to their respective trenches, and the next day, war resumed. But for one night, for one evening, and for one day, there was peace. There was a silent night that Christmas Eve, And here we come to this silent night tonight where there will still be troubles and trials and war will resume tomorrow. The battles of life will still be there. The struggles will be there the day after Christmas and the bills and the uh, and the payments will still be due and work will still be there and and doctors visits and 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 hospitals and coronavirus and all the things that are that are out there will still be there but let's take a break from the battle tonight and dig in to the peace dig into the peace of Jesus. As the angel declared, on earth, peace to men. You know, in John 16, 33, Jesus told his disciples, even though the battle resumes, you can still have peace. He said, I told you all this, that you might have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows and battles. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. And so let's lean in, let's dig in, let's take a hold of his promise for peace tonight, and let's celebrate this silent night. Let's celebrate the peace of God and the peace of Christ who comes. Let's celebrate together this silent night. Will you join me in prayer? Lord Jesus I know a lot of us come, and there are all kinds of things that we have that could make us that could make us think of struggles and trials, hardships and heartache and God, I just pray that tonight would be a night where we would take everything that we're struggling with and just put it at your feet, let it rest on your shoulders and God, I pray that we will just find ourselves in you, and I pray that you will help us know peace tonight. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said together, Amen. Well, I want to thank you for joining me uh, for this silent night, for this time where we celebrate Christmas Eve together. And I want to finish off tonight just by saying Merry Christmas to you. And I want to tell you that it's been a great night. I hope you have a Merry Christmas.